When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Come on! Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. The, uh, the weed is moldy, but it's on sale. That's why it's on sale. <laughs> How does one tell if there's mold on their weed? Because weed it'll, is green, it'll and mold it. is green. Sometimes white, depending oh, like, on the... I don't the... like that white mold. <laughs> Get that white mold out of here. I feel like that's a pretty good insult for Mahoney. Like, you're white mold. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. We used to <laughs> drink time. Ice House and... Bush. <laughs> Bush. As smooth as it sounds. <laughs> like, I want to get a pickup truck. There's nothing more American than like... Bush is what you're saying? <laughs> I'm hearing. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and Mahoney. We're not going to, like, get into a, a slobber knocker throwdown fight over it. I mean, it. I think I might like a slobber knocker. A slobber knocker. knocker. <laughs> what is that? That's, it's another word for a fight. That sounds like the call you'd hear on the radio in the 40s. Like, what a slobber knocker we have going on tonight. Look Why at these two. Why are you wind up and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, some bad news, Audrey. I think that you might relate to this one. The American dream is really expensive now. Uh, yeah, I saw. I think I saw this article and I chose to ignore it. <laughs> because the American dream is what? What do we all in this room believe the American dream to be? What were you well, sold? Sex, drugs, and rock and roll! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah. I mean, yeah. fun times, Is that right? really the American dream now for you, though? Like, you have no interest in any of those things. Well, I mean, it's <laughs> Drugs. Nah, drugs. Nah. They're, like, just in a different I way. Need drugs not for uppers. Sex. Yeah, like I'd be <laughs> ibuprofen for after I sprain my head having sex. Yeah, like mental health drugs. <laughs> yeah, like Zoloft. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, man. But so, so they actually uh, ran it down for us. So they're saying uh, getting married, buying a house, raising children, covering health care, and retiring. That's that's it. Kind of the, the basics. Okay. You know, having some kids. Did they price this now. out? Yeah. Uh, oh. $3.4 million is oh, the cost okay. of that. And so you're like, hang on a second. So $3.4 million is a whole lot of money. Let's say that you take... $3.4 million, and you're going to work for, what, 30 years, 40 years? 50 years, and it's $70,000 a year. $70,000 years. If you work for 50 years Non-stop. straight. stop <sighs> And that's without prices going up, which they And that's will. actually, uh, that's 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 post-tax dollars as well yeah. that we're talking about. So, yeah, $70,000 is not nearly enough, right, right in order to uh, achieve the American dream. So is it expensive to, uh, to just, you know, do the things that you thought – we're totally normal when They're you were growing up. They're just normal responsibilities. Well, it's like, you know, your grandparents and your parents just have a house and multiple cars and health insurance and all of those things. Now it's just gotten a little trickier. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like you choose to have the American dream or what? You just like die. Die. Also, <laughs> uh, owning a dog or cat throughout its 15-year lifespan adds up to nearly $70,000 Yeah, as but well. I mean, like there is, I, I, I hear that, but I mean, 
pets are so much better than humans. Like, <laughs> like I would spend a billion dollars on any of my pets. And I have. I've had some pretty expensive free pets in the past. <laughs> it's uh, it's nearly $600,000 to raise a single child. That ex- excludes college expenses, of course. I feel like that's gone up over the years. Though. Oh, Didn't yeah. it used to be like 400 like, it was like 300 300 years ago? Like, when I started having kids, now they're like, ah, LOL, just kidding, it's 700000 You're like, what? Cool. <laughs> what? Uh-oh. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's super expensive to uh, achieve the American dream now. Some good news today as well. What an absolute boss move this is by this lady. So uh, her name is Desiree. She's from Massachusetts. She won a $25 million grand prize in the billion-dollar extravaganza from an, a $50 instant scratcher. She paid, She's bought a $50 instant scratcher? Oh, yeah. All right, hell yeah, Desiree. I'm glad this. Won $25 million. And here's the part that makes it a boss move. She scratches the winning ticket, finds out that she has won. This is a couple of weeks before her trip to Aruba. She just put it away and still went on her vacation, knowing that she had a $25 million ticket waiting for her when she got back. Just put it in her Desiree safe. Desiree got money. And she went on vacation. Desiree's got money. Yeah, she's buying $50 scratchers. Yeah. You stinking Desiree. Like, you were like, you know what? And just pats it on her, like, probably Birkin pocket mm-hmm. out here just making more money. God, tax her. They, uh, they, they, well, so she, she <laughs> chose the she chose the lump sum, $16.2 million. Uh, when asked what she was going to do with the money, she said, I'm going to pay off my daughter's student loans. Uh, how many student loans does your daughter have where you're like, that's the she's number one She's going to be a doctor? Probably a lot. Yeah, so the- uh, Or a lawyer. The, this marks her second time getting a major win. She won a million dollars back in 2006. So, I mean, this is obviously significantly more than that, mm-hmm. but she had already won a million dollars- Playing the hey, lottery. Scared money don't make money, Dave. That's right. You got to play to win, baby. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Mahoney, I, I think you have very good reason to be very upset if they do not run this by you. But there is a mysterious new McDonald's concept that is going to open just outside of Chicago. Have you heard about this? I have, Dave. Were you they consulted are, about this? Uh, you know, I'm, I've been sworn to secrecy, sir. I see. NDA you signed. Did you? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So tell us about the concept. <laughs> I can't. It's uh, I signed an MDA, actually. <laughs> a Mahoney Disclosing Agreement? No, a McDonald's oh, Disclosure Agreement. So it's called Cosmics, play on McDonald's name. The first location is under construction in Boiling Brook, Illinois. It features four drive through lanes and a deep purple exterior. Okay. Hmm. Go on. So it looks like Grimace's butthole. Got it. So the CEO of Cosmics mentioned during an investor call uh, described it as a small format concept with McDonald's DNA, but a unique personality. So these smaller formats, some even takeout only sites have been successful, allowing McDonald's to enter where traditional restaurants wouldn't fit. The primary focus remains on traditional units. McDonald's continues to explore innovative ways, they're saying, to serve their customers. But additional details about Cosmics are expected to be revealed by the end of the year during an investor call. But right now, it's all very mysterious. So I don't know, especially in the in the dawn of time that we live in currently, where everything is for social media marketing, mm-hmm. word of mouth, and influencer central. I don't know why they don't do more things like this, more gimmicky pop-up st- style Restaurants in metropolitan areas. Like you said, this is going to be happening in Chicago. Perfect. Well, just outside of Chicago. Outside of Chicago. Nobody has really a car in Chicago, so I don't know how this is going to work. I take everything back. What what, what I want (laughs) is to bust open, like, one of those old-school McDonald's, like, the the OG, like, crazy-ass seats, the murals on the wall, the playpen, throw an N64 uh, video game station in there. Even if it's brand new, you have to cover the ball pit and urine. 
Yep. It's got to be done. Gotta, got, you, it's just is to you make it authentic, it. you know? Sunday mornings for me for like three or four years of my childhood, every, almost every Sunday was in a McDonald's play place. Yeah. Like that's all we did was just for hours. Just that was go the same there. Thing. We, just we, hours. we would go to church and then after church, we would go to McDonald's and my parents would, I guess, find a little bit of quiet time by being mm-hmm. like, just go out there and play, and play and let me be. And now I think back on that time from an adult perspective and I go, what were my parents talking about? I wonder mm-hmm. when we, when they dumped us all out onto the play place, like, could you really relax in a McDonald's? They were talking about anything other than what you five or six fairer children wanted to talk about. They wanted just adult time, Dave. You're probably right. And they're like, you know what? We'll just taxes. do it. Taxes. Let's talk about taxes. <laughs> Let's do it in the dining room of McDonald's. Anything but with these damn kids. Anything. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a So, uh, my boyfriend gets mad at me all the time because I have my EQ and bass and volume in my car all the way to the max, and I'm sorry that I just want to enjoy my music, but he says that it's not enjoying it to the full capacity. So, I was wanting to ask you guys, radio professionals, on your advice on what is premium quality in the car. Message deleted. If it's too loud, you're too old. I think it's a very, very <laughs> personal thing. I will say this. Um, I love my wife dearly. If mm-hmm. she gets in my car and starts messing with the EQ on my radio because it doesn't delight her, but it delights me and it's my car, uh, that's irreconcilable differences. Has she ever messed with the EQ on your car? Not yet. Because she knows. Does better. she know what the EQ in your car is? She most most of the time, finding the EQ these days, it's not like the seventies and eighties where it was on the dashboard in the nineties. Yeah, you know, now it's like deep into like a menu, eight eight layers deep in the settings somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know what's so I, funny? Whenever I first got my uh, my car, the very first one I ever got, I was like sixteen or seventeen years old. And the the very first thing I begged my parents for were brand new door speakers because oh, yeah. I thought that just not having regular door speakers and going out and getting like the Bose speakers was really going to change in nah. my Nissan Altima. Uh-huh. You needed those six by <laughs> nine. The quality. Because yeah, yeah. I didn't want to get like subs. I'm a white girl from Newmarket, Alabama. I'm a white guy from St. Louis and I... I, I got, Coming I got in and listening to Nelly. Nelly country grammar. <laughs> Shut up. He's from St. Louis and so is Mahoney. I'm from the Lou and I'm proud, babe. Oh, oh he said he's from the Lou. Once said, but I will say, so... <laughs> for the Lou. With a new car, so I did just get a new car. Congratulations. You know, the Genesis GV80. Uh, I love it. The sound system's amazing, but I am kind of disappointed that I don't have to, like, put in a subwoofer. In there, because I kind of want some subs. Why? I mean, it's got like a, it's got, I mean, like new cars, they've, they, like back in the day, car audio systems were the absolute worst. That's why I like, that's why I need door speakers. That's why the car home, you know, in the 90s, like car audio was so big. And like dudes were just all about it. And now it's just kind of every additional dollar that we made. Outside of the bare necessities on car speakers. I went to school before I got my car every morning with a guy named Beans. And Beans, Beans. had the gorilla, like the Zoe, Gorilla Zoes, is that what they were called? Or like the gorilla speakers okay, in the back sure. of his car know. to where every time I would get in, it would be like, 
<laughs> like we were all just rattling, <laughs> rattling like jelly beans on the inside of his car. Couldn't speak, couldn't talk, nothing. And I'm like thinking about that now. I'm like, who was that serving? Was that serving you beans? Or were you trying to yeah, like also, look hot for us beans? What what parents like? Yeah, go ahead and get a ride with beans. The old bumping beans over there. <laughs> <laughs> he just didn't want to talk. He to was you in, in the, the neighborhood. Yeah, I'm mean, so glad that's beans over. Beans didn't have oh, much me to say. When you used to pull up to the stoplight and someone's someone just bumping, you're like your trunk is rattling. You're that's not as cool as because you didn't put enough dynamite in your trunk. That's why, man. There's you can prevent that. That's just you've done it wrong. You could get some real good low end base. So real good low end. Go get some subs for that car. I want to, but I have to get like a custom box made for the back, and it's like, it's like four. It's like four. It's like four grand. The fact that you priced it out is ridiculous. It's way too much. Ridiculous. Please leave a message after the tone. Okay, best James Bond movie. I say Thunderball. Thoughts? Message deleted. Well, let's just go with, I mean, if it's not a Sean Connery movie, it's Pierce Brosnan, Goldeneye. Yeah. Done. Like, the N64 game. I never got on yeah. board, really, with Daniel Craig. I mean, there's a couple of the movies where I was like, yeah, all right, that's fine. But I, you know, Royale had a, a little bit of it, but they never felt like Bond movies to me. They just felt like Mo- Mission Impossible knockoffs. I want, exactly. Like, I don't want my James Bond to be vulnerable like they tried to make Daniel Craig in those last yeah. couple of movies where he's constantly getting injured. And I'm like, I don't want a James Bond that just pulled his Achilles. Like, yeah, I, want, yeah. I want Pierce Brosnan to gun down 80 people and not spill his martini. Right. His hair think. doesn't move. Exactly. Yeah. The first one, Dr. No, I thought was still the best of the best. And it was amazing. If you ever go back, because that was, what, 1963? You ever go back and watch how... Was it? I don't know. Inappropriate it actually is in today's standards. Oh, I mean, you know what's inappropriate is Sean Connery. Have you ever gone back and watched any of his old interviews? Those women's villain names? Oh, yeah. No, no. You know, Sean Sean Connery did a... a, a, He did an interview with, I think it was uh, Diane Sawyer. Barbara Walters. Was it Barbara? Yeah, we were talking about slapping around. Talking about, like, literally just occasionally slapping women. I like to slap my wife <laughs> like the, are you sure he's like yeah yeah <laughs> if she deserves that? it yeah like You're like said joking. that on national like when people used to watch like 2020, 2020. every night like you know, know 50 million shocked. people yeah uh, he seems like he would absolutely get like whiskey drunk and slap Starts someone backhanding you yes. yeah exactly please leave a message after the tone i was wondering when my daughter was little she's 35 now but when she was little um we had this saying when we get to the motel, um, she could never touch the beds until the bedspreads came off because the seat man had been there. Once she became an adult, she's like, oh, my gosh, mother. But I was wondering, did your parents have any crazy sayings like that, that once you became an adult, you were just couldn't believe it? Have a great day. Message the deleted. The man had been there. The seaman. Oh, why would you do that to well, your she child? Was, she was protecting her from the seaman. <laughs> I appreciate that. So many seaman on this comforter, so on this motel. So on the curtains, too. Take them down. Uh. Leave a message for the Dave and Mahoney Show anytime by calling 833-YO-DUMMY. That's 833-963-8669. So Audrey suffered a serious injury yesterday, and I'm very sorry to hear about this. There was an attack. And uh, you were the victim. I was the victim of a dog scratching attack on my legs right before. Not only do we have an event for next week where we're going to be, you know, doing the MMA awards. Yep. You and I, Dave. And uh, I'm also going to the courthouse next week. I'm going to be getting married. You're getting married next week. And I've got dog scratches all over. Oh, Do I like get married in a pantsuit? 
Yeah, but yeah. what do I do? Yeah. Dressing up to go to the courthouse? Uh, I mean, like, ish, nice. You so, know. Sure. Who's, whose dog jumped on you, and what happened? So, the dog that jumped on me was a dog that frequents the building. Oh, really? <laughs> it's a work dog. So and we, I was we trying have a... to like be like, oh, it's okay. And then I get home, and I'm like bruised. Did you get like, you got like Wolverine scratches on yeah. your legs? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a co-worker's dog. And I mean, we do have a dog-friendly building. You had your dog in here yesterday. Yes, that's and why the dog came up, because I had Elmo. It actually, you know, is, is kind of nice to have a bunch of dogs around here. But, you know, dogs that are trained, obviously, are a little bit better to have around. A, a bunch of co-workers. Can I, can I see what happened? Like, how bad I is it? I don't. It's kind of up. On, so one is on my thigh. Actually, let me see if there's another one on here. Oh, do you have, like, no, pants so on there's today? There's one. Oh, that was, I mean, that's pretty. And then there's another one. That's probably, like, four to five inches long. That looks like that eight side. or nine inches. That's a big scratch. And then, like, yeah, that? five or six. And then this one right here. Uh, I mean, they're not terrible, terrible, but what I mean. What are you talking about? Like, that's pretty. Those, I mean, it's not like she has to go get stitches, but, like, two big-ass scratches on her inner and outer thigh. So what's annoying about the scratches is that they're actually not, like, scratches. It's bruised. Like, I'm bruised. So it's wow. not even like I could put Neosporin on it and like just like hope it gets better in the next four days. Like I, I'm gonna turn green. <laughs> it's so annoying. That's really annoying. Yeah. So. Maybe you have Especially an incredible you- Hulk themed wedding at the courthouse. Yes, I'll just or Shrek. <laughs> I can be Fiona. You can be Shrek. Oh yeah, you can be Fiona. This is the Dave <laughs> and Mahoney Show. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Jay is joining us today for a round of the movie quote quiz. Jay, are you a movie buff? I love movies. What is your favorite movie of all time? Oh, favorite movie? I'd say the one I probably watched the most is Pulp Fiction. Okay. Classic. Good movie, for sure. Yep. All right, so we've got a uh, total of four today. you got to get three out of the four correct. You do have one lifeline should you need it. Uh, this first one is going to come to us from 1984. Here we go. <laughs> It's a home park. It's very pretty. Yeah, just simple lines intertwining. You know, very much like I'm really influenced by Mozart and Bach, and it's sort of in between though. It's really, it's like a Mach piece, really. It's, what do you call this? Well, this piece is called uh, Lick My Love Pump. Okay, do you know that one from 1984? It is a music based movie. I'll give you a hint there. Okay, yeah, that's. Uh... With the British sounds, it, it sounds like uh, this is Spinal Tap. That is correct, Jay. Wow. Excellent. Well done. Great You're on job, the board. My man. Woo-hoo. My man. Mahoney, would you have gotten that one? I would have. Okay. Christopher uh, Guest. Yeah. Audrey, you had a little look on your face like maybe you would not have? Absolutely not. Never seen it. Uh, this is going to take us back to 2006. Here we go on number two. You accused me once. I put up with it. You accused me twice. I quit. You pressure me to fear for my life, and I will put a f- Bolt in your head as if you were anybody else, okay? You got something you wanna ask me? He's 70 years old, Frank. I'm just saying, okay? One of you guys is gonna pop you. Ooh. Heck of a scene. Jay, do you know it? Um, I'm trying to blank on that one. I can help you out on this one because this is actually my wife's favorite movie. Is it really? That's very that random. Like, wow. Besides is... Jurassic Park. Sure. What? What a swing. <laughs> yeah. You know, but uh, that is 
Leonardo DiCaprio, Leonardo and Jack DiCaprio. Nicholson, and The Departed. No, I'm sorry, that was the sex scene from Titanic. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> that is correct. Departed, yeah, 2006. I I've love that your wife's favorite movie is The Departed. She loves that movie. Yeah. It's which, good. High I action. I mean, it's a great movie. Lots yeah. of twists, lots of turns. Have you watched the Japanese version of it? I can't say that I have. I've There's a mean, Japanese version. Oh yeah, that, that you've was based watched? on. That was no, I haven't yet, okay. but it was based on that. I mean, heck of a cast, right? Jack Nicholson, Matt Damon, Leonardo DiCaprio, Mark Wahlberg. Really, uh, maybe fun to go back and rewatch. All right, Jay. So you got two correct. Your lifeline is burnt. You got to get one more right, and you can win it right here if you get this one from 1995. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> for the win, Jay. Uh, I can hear you Googling. Jay, what are you doing, man? <laughs> Come on, man. Bro, bro. You can take an L on this one if you don't know it. Five seconds. I, I, no, man. Three, two, one, Is it one of the Happy no. Gilmore movies? No, but similar. Close. Um, it's, it's from the Happy Madison production oh, company, but it's Billy Madison is what you're looking Happy for. Happy Madison there, so, is yeah. what the, the production oh, company Madison, is. Okay. Yeah. Bi Billy Madison. <laughs> Dude, Jay, if you're going to cheat, you got to get a quieter keyboard. You can't have a mechanical keyboard. That is the right, loudest bro. keyboard I've ever heard in my life. Okay. I've never heard anybody <laughs> cheat louder. <laughs> <laughs> You're more guilty than Jim Harbaugh. Like, come on, man. That's funny. All right, here we go. You can win it right here if you get this one correct, but your life lifeline is burnt, and this is the last one from 1978. Good luck. Hey, you want one, Sandy? No, thanks, I don't smell. You don't? Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Try it. It won't kill you. Give her a hip array. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot to tell you, you shouldn't inhale unless you're used to it. <laughs> Sandy, let me teach you how to French inhale. It's really cool. Watch. God, that is the ugliest looking thing I ever saw. Yeah, the guy's really go for it, and that's how I got my nickname, Frenchie. Sure it is. Okay, for the win. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, oh, now you're teasing me, huh? Yeah, a little I, bit. I didn't have to look this one up. Uh, I, I, I know this one. It's my girlfriend's favorite movie. It's Grease. There you go. Rizzo was the original Mean Girl. She was... 62 years old. She was. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, I've got some good news. You and I are going to live forever. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds horrible to me, Dave. So the, there's a fascinating new study that debunks the age-old belief that uh, being too active can actually spur aging. So the idea is that <laughs> if you just lay around and play video games, you might age slower than those people that are out there just constantly on the move, running around. Mm -hmm. Out here stressing yourself out. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, we're going to be chilling. Chilling and thrilling those in 200 years from now because we're gonna still going to be here. Y'all going to be alive forever. Uh, yeah. cancel. Can you, can you imagine cancel culture 200 years from now? Oh, my God. Uh, can you imagine? It better just, be gone. Or it's just going to go the other way where yeah. it's just like it's going to be pandemonium. I feel like there's always a study. Like, if I wanted to be able to say, is shopping healthy for me? Like, I could find a study that someone somewhere would be like, you know what? <laughs> shopping? 
It's so good for you. It gets your heart rate up, do adrenaline pumping, which starts endorphins through your brain and serotonin, instant boost, which is going to create a long, healthy life for you later down the road. <laughs> so this university in Finland found that active adults are less likely to die initially if they are very active, but this link weakened when considering smoking, alcohol, and BMI. So surprisingly, excessive exercise might actually age individuals by almost two years biologically. Oh, well, but if you're... So it's saying if you're a smoker, drinker, and obese, if you start working out, then it might be worse for you. Well, I mean, smoking, alcohol, and BMI obviously are going to be bad for you kind of regardless. Uh, But they're saying that, you know, being an active adult is not necessarily the thing that's going to quote-unquote keep you young, if you will. Does BMI stand for Big Mac ingestion? Because if so, mine is very high. Good. (laughs) I wish that BMI did stand. I wish that I could have 30 BMIs a day, if you know what I mean. (laughs) But yeah, being overly active is not going to help you. Just relax. That's not what that means. That's not what that means. No. Done. Done. Okay. I'm taking this. I'm taking this. I'm taking this to heart. Uh, no. In, in a nutshell, what it means is that <laughs> exercise might indicate that you have a healthy lifestyle, but it's not necessarily going to directly reduce early death risk because, you know, we see those stories from time to time where, like, it's the guy, which how awful is this, is out, like, running a marathon and then drops dead. I don't feel any sorrow there. Like, your last thing that you did was ru- you were in a the middle trot. of running a turkey trot and you dropped dead. Like, Shit. dang it, You made the wrong choice today, Adam. Dave. Dave and Ed Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Good morning, Dave and Mahoney. Hey, I just wanted to point out that a 90-degree angle isn't an angle. That's a straight line. And if you got your arm in a sling, it's either at a 270 or 45-degree angle, I believe. Thanks, bye. Message deleted. I mean, a 90-degree angle is not based on the actual line at the bottom or the line that is going at an angle. It's the actual... Yeah, that's intersection an L. of the two. That's an L, bro. It's an angle. You're taking an L on this call. This sounds like a guy who knows <laughs> angles, though. I mean, he probably knows more. I didn't even think about a uh, what did he say, 25 percent angle or something like that. I don't even know. I wasn't even thinking math about nerd. math and yeah. This guy sounds like he knows some stuff. What do you probably have the... a really a lot of really intelligent listeners. I've never really thought about how few angles that I know. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> 45. Got I, it. I do 90, know that's, that's an it. acute angle. It is acute. Angle. Yeah. That's yeah. all about I know. Yep, you're uh, a cute angle. 75% <laughs> angle. That's obtuse. 360 degree angle. Is, is that, that an 360 angle? degrees is not an angle. It's like that a is, circle, that isn't is it? a circle. <laughs> <laughs> so Mahoney also knows too. Got it. I love how he says that before that. He was like, yeah, you idiot. You idiots. What about <laughs> 360 degree angle? Or you go 720. Uh-huh. You, you know, know, I'm talking about the, uh, like, Olympic... Winter Olympic snowboarding, Dave, is what I'm talking about here. Okay. The you, angles of that. You're you're a big winter snowboarding angle fan? I mean, winter snowboarding's probably the most popular winter sport outside of figure skating. Not for you. I'm a fan of it. You've never a been fan? on it. Oh, are you? Big fan. Yeah. Name three snowboarders. I don't need to name three. I named, okay. I named the one from America, Sean White. <laughs> he doesn't even snowboard anymore. No, but that's retired, the only one man. who matters. The only one who, just like the only swimmer that matters is Michael Phelps. I mean, okay. Does he still swim? The only, the only runner that matters, even though he's not from America, Usain Bolt. Oh, no, really... Shikari Johnson. She actually is putting it on for America right now, too. Is she the one that got banned and then, like, so for a week or whatever? Yes, yeah. and now she's coming through she and just, like, anything, taking though? all... Yeah, yes! Like, medals? 
Well, we're they're in the qualifying rounds to uh, become going into the Olympics as solid pre-qualifiers right I now. Will, That's why you're seeing all the stuff for the for the uh, USA and Olympics it's trial runs right I, now. I, I, but I, yes, they are bringing home golds. I stand by my fact. Usain Bolt only run that matters. I like that whoever watched her run was like, she's way too fast. Hey, I saw her smoking weed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, all. This is uh, Tom. I'm calling about a fast food freakout segment that you had recently. Uh, something happened in the three choices, I think, were Waffle House, Applebee's, or Buffalo Wild Wings. Mm-hmm. I personally guessed Waffle House right from the beginning, but then Audrey and Mahoney chimed in and said it definitely wasn't a Waffle House, and it was a Buffalo Wild Wings. And then they had some kind of argument. They, they made some kind of lame argument that Waffle House was not a fast food place. Well, actually, none of those three qualify as definitive fast food places. So that was a pretty lame argument. I'm going to call out Audrey and Mahoney (laughs) for making that argument when they just didn't want to admit they were wrong. But I do love your show, and I hope you keep it up. Okay, so I'm I'm, I'm, going to get you to hate our show now because actually our argument was not that at all. Our argument was that none of those three places were fast food restaurants. Those are casual restaurants. He's right. The only reason why you got mad at that is because you got it wrong. No, it is not. If you had gotten it right, you would have been like, they're not fast food, however. It's all Well, except at this time because I got it right. But I like that this guy was positive at the end of his message and said, you know what? I'm going to call you out, which sometimes... That's your job as a listener. Call us out. 833-YO-DUMMY. Right. Give us, us a call. He's calling us out for the wrong thing. Stop that stupid clap. And speaking of casual dining that I'm always blown away, I drive by an IHOP on my way home every day, uh-huh. and I am shocked how busy that IHOP is for lunch. People go to lunch for I'm like, who chooses IHOP for lunch, lunch at IHOP? Per capita, huh. there are so many IHOPs. Like, I have never seen Dude, so many IHOPs on every street corner. I don't think I've seen corner. a single IHOP. The I mean, maybe queen, I'm just not paying attention. You're know. just blinded. Yeah. You're not. You're just not looking. Because they are like churches. Everywhere. <laughs> for, for every one church, there is an IHOP. They're, they're directly next to all the Mormon churches. IHOP is busy as hell. Like, Did every day maybe? at like 11 or 12 o'clock. Perhaps you're missing out. I'm kind of curious. Like, what are they? What are what are they serving in here that people are eating lunch? And I, I get, I it get. It is late. the international house of, of pancakes. Burger. It's burgers. Remember that whole thing they for, did a few years for ago. Burger week. No. Yes. Also, shut up, IHOP. You don't get to just decide that you're a burger place now. No, 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 no. It was for marketing. You named your restaurant the International House of Pancakes. You don't get to call an audible now and be like, hey, and burgers. But did you but have one of those burgers though? I bet people have burgers there for lunch. You should do that today. You should come back tomorrow. Give us a full review. Eh. It means I have to get out of my car. That's not my kind of lunch. <laughs> my niece was staying with us for a while, and I asked her if she ever seen a sesame seed tree, and she said no. Now, he said, because there isn't any. I said, you turn around and you get all these zits and everything like that, and you have these places to do research on zits. They want you to come and you squeeze a few zits on a tray and everything like that, and whether it's a, you know, what you're doing, then they turn around, they take them back here, and it looks like they put them in an oven and they bake them. That's how they come up with sesame seeds. Uh, oh. the, ses- the white sesame seed, you know, white zits are white sesame seeds, and the blackheads, they're the dark sesame seeds. After I told her that, my niece wouldn't eat any type of roll that had sesame seeds on it for quite a few weeks. 
Have fun with that one. This guy, where are you from? Like, are you from Delco? <laughs> like, what was that phone call? Like, that accent. I'm like, he's like, yeah, so <laughs> it's like the most interesting accent I've ever what? heard. You're what? clearly an Eagles fan. I do know that much. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that, that was, was disturbing. De- that was, I think it's like Delco. I don't know. What a are you talking about, accent. though? Like, why would you tell your niece just a to be horrible, funny. dumb lie like that? Just to be funny. That's just like a silly thing that parents tell kids. And so, no, this is his niece, though. So this isn't his child. So you're now creating yeah, you don't, you don't have to a massive the, problem for the parents. For the parents? Because yeah, Sesame Seeds are on everything. Yeah. It's just to be funny. You want me to tell that to your kids? Get, Mahoney, get it's, it's a simple start pla- start, Sesame Start planning crazy-ass <laughs> lies into their head. They don't mind. They're like, I love eating zits. Yeah. Be on the Dave and Mahoney Show by leaving a voicemail at 833-YO-DUMMY. Leave a message. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. It's the Dave, Dave, Dave and Mahoney Show. <laughs> the celebration! Dave and Mahoney. So, of course, there are a lot of differences between men and women, but this one always gets me, Mahoney, because my wife does the same thing. Your wife was recently surprised when you revealed to her how little you knew about people that you spend a tremendous amount of time around. So, the new Call of Duty dropped, and my guys and I, we spent about seven hours playing online, you know, with each other. Yesterday? Yeah. Seven hours? Yeah. Okay. Like three in the afternoon and three at night? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's about seven hours yesterday, which I feel like was a uh, an appropriate amount of time. But I would say on any given week, uh, I've got a group of about four or five guys who I've known for years. Uh, and we play, I would say, anywhere between 15 to 20 hours of gaming a week. So that is a solid part-time job that you are logging yeah. with your buddies playing but Call of Duty. It's a good time because especially now, you know, my wife and I live in a part. It gives me even more time to, you know, like, I mean, to like be social in that manner because it's... Because you're not going outdoors. Because I'm not going out. Like, I don't want to go out. I'm not going to bars. I'm not, I don't like, I just don't want to do anything. I like being at home. That's my You're happy, home, buddy. Sure. Yeah, that's my that's my kind of happy yeah. place. So, nothing wrong with any of that stuff. But I mean, because you spend so much time around these guys, you would assume, or at least your wife would assume that you know almost... 20 hours of talking. Right. Because you're on the headset with them the entire time. And there's plenty of chatter yeah. in, the, in the slower times where you guys could just be having a conversation about what's going on in your lives. And we're, you know, we talk about anything and everything. A lot of times, last night, talking about this new Snake River uh, beef jerky from Costco, which oh, is yeah. the best beef jerky I've had Snake in River. ages. Mm-hmm. The, dude, hey, the Snake River Farms. Oh, yeah, don't sleep on that. Don't, don't sleep on that jerky. That is solid jerky. But I was with my wife, and we were talking about one of, uh, one of my friends who I game with, and she was like, oh, is he still dating that girl that he was seeing? And I go... I uh, I don't know if he's still seen her or not. So you have no idea, really, anything of the lives of the people who you talk with 20 hours a week with? Well, we know a lot about the lives of the individuals that we talk to, just not certain aspects of their life, because something similar happened to me where a, a really good friend of mine called me, you know, four months ago, and, you know, we, we got talking about how, you know, him and his wife were kind of going through it and things weren't going well and he thought that it may, you know, be the end of mm-hmm. their of their marriage. And, you know, they hadn't been married that long. They don't have kids. I was like, whatever. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> if you don't got kids, pull that ripcord. <laughs> yes, just whatever. Just like a bad relationship. Just get out of it. Uh, but, so he's, he's telling me, that, you know, that things had not gone great. And then my wife asked me, you know, because I'd talked to him once since then and she's like, hey, what did, what did he say? Or like him and his wife done? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. It didn't come up. And she goes, what do you mean it didn't come up? 
And I'm like, he didn't bring it up. Like, I wasn't going to bring it up. So whenever women talk and whenever we have conversations, we get together in a community of, like, that's the reason why we're getting together to have a conversation. Like, if we know that there is some turmoil or some drama going on in someone's life, not necessarily for self-serving purposes to, like, get the tea, but we have conversations about emotions. Like, we want to make sure that our friends are okay. Like, if they're telling me, oh, my God, I'm about to go through a divorce, like, I would want to know, hey, are you okay? Are you guys going to be okay? I mean, I asked him if he needs anything, but the way that I view it is that if he needs something, he will tell me. Like, if he doesn't want to talk about it, then... He's not going to bring it up. He doesn't bring it up, but I'm not going to bring it up if he doesn't bring it up. Bring up subjects that you are unsure about with your friends. But if they've already brought it up once, doesn't that give you leeway to go ahead and bring it up again? He hasn't brought it up, though. I mean, like... If if he wants to talk about it more, he'd bring it up again. Yeah. Like, I had a friend. Sounds to me like it was a cry for help. No, no, And he no, didn't get no. help. I had a friend. You gotta cry different, buddy. <laughs> Just keep crying. Yeah. A good friend come Do to me. Do what my kid does. Take off your diaper, poop all over the crib, and start screaming. I'll pay attention then. I had a good friend come to me years ago and go, I'm getting divorced. And I go, cool. Sweet. And that was the whole conversation. Congratulations. On that. Oh you know, are, I'm like. Guys are so different with women. Whenever I was going through a divorce, my best friend picked me up immediately and we went to Bath and Body Works and I cried in there. What does that mean? Why? <laughs> it means that she was just being there for me. Like, she, like, it's just so funny. Men and women, just, and you're right. candles are Absolutely. Gonna fix that? No, I legit, I was looking around, I was like, this is stupid. But <laughs> I'm buying candles right now. I'm literally just got left yesterday. But I mean, like, but it's just funny the way that men and women operate are just yeah. truly so different. Because we're just emotional. We're emotional creatures. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a four for four sale going on. There wasn't. I was like, I'm not spending $26 on this candle. And that poor clerk up front is like, look at how upset she is because there's no four for four going on. <laughs> Got to yeah. bring the sale back. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Glitz, glamour, and out of touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So Squid Game, The Challenge, is coming back for season number two. I actually just finished that this week on Netflix. I didn't think that I was going to like it. It's, you know, it's a reality show. It's a game show. It's a, you know, contestant-style show where they're all vying for a prize, but it was the biggest prize ever in game show history. $4.56 million, which is pretty unbelievable. And, I mean, it's kind of like the normal thing that you'd expect where there's a lot of, you know, people trying to form alliances like you'd see on other shows. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, this game changes just like the actual show that was on Netflix so quickly that it's like there's always people trying to form alliances and then their entire alliance just gets wiped out. Well, one of the things that I enjoy the most about it, Dave, I know that you just said you watched it. Mahoney, you haven't. I really like that there it, almost everything is up to chance. Mm-hmm. Like nothing feels like, you know, you're you're clamoring your way based off of strength or strategy. Like it's at any point in time, you can be playing Battleship. Yep. And if you get knocked out, you're out. Have you seen the finale yet? No, I haven't. So I'm obviously not going to spoil it, but when you talk about chance and the the finale for it and the last thing that they do, it's something else. It's anyone's game, and I think that that's one of the things that people are kind of gravitating towards, right? I mean, because we're so used to things like the challenge or real-world road rules or survivor, like where it really does matter the type of game you play. So the original Squid Game show on Netflix has been renewed, and then the challenge has been renewed as well for season number two. Uh, Morgan Wallen and Josie Canseco are a thing. I didn't know this. What? But uh, yeah, I guess they're a thing. Uh, they were leaving. Uh, what? <laughs> I know. Yeah, they, they were out, I guess, on some sort of date, according to TMZ. Um, they were, arrived at some place in New York City, and they were hanging out until like 1 a.m. 
And I guess that they've been seen hanging out more and more recently. So, how I mean, do you go from Logan Paul to Morgan Wallen? Is that who she was with before? Yeah. I mean, they're both kind of broy. <laughs> Yeah, kind of it's, you know, you know, like they're not the, the same cut from the same cloth. They could both be on the same pontoon. Sure. sure. You know? I guess. But I mean, like just different fonts, yeah, different, different bro different fonts. fonts indeed. Uh, and Mahoney, as a baseball fan, you'll appreciate this. Uh, the Yankees have made a blockbuster seven player trade with the San Diego Padres and they just scooped up Juan Soto. You know, I mean, the Yankees are definitely uh, feeling some heat. They uh, they haven't had the best seasons, and they've had a pretty big payroll over the last 10 years. So, you know, acquiring Juan Soto. I, I mean, Juan Soto's a hell of a player. Hell of a player. Um, but is he going to make the difference that they need? We will see. I mean, it's not, it's not Shohei. You know, I feel like what we're all waiting for, what we're all eagerly anticipating is where Shohei Otani is going to end up. Is he going to be a Dodger? Is he going to be a Yankee? Where is he? Is he going to be a Blue Jay? We don't know yet, but I, I feel like Juan Soto, I mean, this is a, this is a big name going to a big team. Uh, looking for a big year for the Yankees. This is Dave and Mahoney. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMMY. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. What is that little win for you that just makes your day so much better? We were talking about this yesterday. You know, we're all thinking about that big win that could potentially change your life, like hitting Powerball or whatever it may be, right? But really, when it comes down to it, that's not going to happen for the vast, vast majority of us. It's more likely you're going to get hit by lightning seven times in a row in in the same place in a span of 20 minutes. So we got to take the little victories, but I will say that little victories sometimes are very, very sweet. They're and the most important part of your day, Dave. I mean, it, it happens to me every single day when I'm driving to work. There is this one stoplight, and I don't know if you guys have this one nemesis stoplight mm-hmm. in your life like I do. I do, where if that light is green, I know my day is going to be good, or at least it's off to a good start. If it's red, I'm pissed because this one stoplight is not set up on sensors properly. It doesn't turn green when it's supposed to turn green. It doesn't even turn red when it's supposed to turn red. It's not synced up with the light that's right before it. Again, I hate that stoplight. It hates me. I get it. It's fine. We don't get along. But I know when I make that stoplight that things are going to be pretty good that day. It's how, like the, the, the precursor for the rest of your day. That's, yep. Love how, it. How busy is this light? Is it like on a major road? It's it's the one to access the interstate. So, yeah, it's a pretty busy light. Uh-huh. You can't be running this light if okay. that's what you're going to suggest. There's probably like the say. little light. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, watcher. I also There's do a couple run. lights I run. Like, I know that they what are, are you on. talking? I, I, that's not in me. I, I do all sorts of illegal stuff. Running lights, not for me. I can't like, do it. Like, there's, there's a couple. There's two that, I mean, they're on pretty, you know, I live more rurally than you do. So the fact that, like, when I know nobody else is around. You just go? And I'm going to be sitting at this light for two <laughs> minutes. I'm like, nah, man, I'm running this. Mahoney, do you have anything that you would like to say has been a a small victory in your life recently? Well, I mean, that is one of them. Run, like, run, like run, 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 <laughs> a small victory. It is a small victory because there were years. Not there getting were caught. For, for years. Not getting caught, yeah. There are years, <laughs> for years, that I sat there and just took it yeah. like a chump that I was. And now I like feel like I'm an empowered man. Nice. I, that's right. I, I love that for you. I feel like this is uh, individuals of a certain age are going to appreciate this one, but this one comes to us from Lacey on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Dave Mahoney. Said, being able to go through an entire day. Eating whatever I want without getting heartburn. 
heartburn oh or that bloating where you have like you feel yeah. uncomfortable in your work pants. Oh, oh that's God. every day for me now. It's yeah. like anything oh, I eat. I'm so sorry, Chris. Sheila Ann also, uh, also of a certain age, I think, when I can sleep through the night without getting up to have to go to the bathroom. That is a win. That's another one. Th- yeah. Does that ever happen to anyone? Not since I was born have I not gotten up in the middle of the night. Like you unless get up every been, night? Unless I am blackout drunk. <laughs> then I'm just peeing in the bed. <laughs> but unless I'm like blackout drunk, I am, I am every night getting up out of the bed. I will say that, you know, when I am not sleeping in the same bedroom as my wife when we're a partner in the week, I will say, I because I sleep, you know, kind of in shifts, like four and four or mm. three and three. Okay. You know, like three hour nap, four hour nap in the midday, and then like three or four hours at night. <laughs> I don't pee during those. So that's kind of a small victory. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's also a small victory. Yeah, I don't have to pee during my half sleeps. Yeah. I yeah, love I got that it. to you. We're three taking hours small victories. Is not a nap, or maybe by the way. you just get up for, you're right, three hours is not a nap. Uh, if maybe you're just getting up and you have like a four hour pee break. Mm-hmm. That's what's really going <laughs> on. <laughs> Dave, can I share my small victory? Absolutely. That I, I experienced it this morning and I didn't realize until just now how awesome that feeling was. You know, we all have that one pair of shoes mm-hmm. that the shoelaces, they just absolutely just impair your ability to slide your shoes on, right? It's nothing worse. You know what I mean? Where oh, you yeah. like have to untie them every single time. When you're like pulling out the laces and From you're going down top. further than you want oh and you're just like, oh, gosh, I hate this. I hate it. This morning, guys, I did not have to do that. That Because I'm wearing high top Converse uh-huh. and they just, my feet went in there smooth really? as butter. Because wow. I guess the, 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 the past version of me did it before? You know what I mean? Like they, I was like setting myself up for success for success later Thank on. Thank you, previous self. That's Thank a wonderful you. little Thank treat. You past version of me. Yeah, you're wonderful. <laughs> you are not a an overweight man like myself, um, but I'm going to share some overweight man tips with you right now that may setting change. Setting up everyone else for success. That's mm-hmm. right. Um, they have these stretchy shoelaces. I. They are getting. <laughs> oh, they are getting shipped off on TikTok shop. I have seen these for the youth because I guess Nike blazers are impossible to put on. So they are the elastic shoelaces, Dude, and was, I'm getting advertised them all of the time. I, I wasn't just getting advertised them. I was browsing them the other day because I you? wear almost the Nike exclusively blazers. Nike, Nike blazers, yeah. and yes, they are a pain <laughs> to get on and off. And so I was like, Mahoney's been talking about these stretchy shoelaces, the elastic shoelaces, mm-hmm. the ones from Shark Tank are the ones that I bought. I, I bought like 10 pairs uh-huh. and I put them in maybe half of my shoes. Game changer. And and you, my biggest my biggest concern with that was that it wasn't going to be tight enough, but somehow it is. They Plenty still they snap back. It's like, it's like magic on your foot. It feels like a little hug for your foot. Also, oh. can we just stop stunting and just bring back Velcro? <laughs> <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Call or text the Dave and Mahoney Show anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY. That's Y-O-D-Y-O-D-U-M-M-Y. Isn't there a B in there? What are the little victories in life that really just make your day? Melinda joining us today. Melinda, hey, what is the little victory for you? When you split um, disposable chopsticks and they go right down the middle and they're perfectly even. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, you yeah. split them. Just... <laughs> and they slide, out, they slide out of the paper container. Yeah, you're like, I'm ready to chop uh-huh. these sticks. Uh-huh. You get to give it that nice little roll. Did you know, though, if you were in a nice Chinese restaurant and you, you roll the... The chopsticks? Uh, chopsticks, that is a sign of kind of disrespect. Is it really? Because th- that is implying that those chopsticks are cheap. 
Huh. I'd, I'd never heard oh, that buddy. before. That's interesting. That's good really? to know. I feel more cultured as a result. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me ask you, do you guys, and Melinda, this is actually for you, uh, when you get the chopsticks out and they're, they perfectly split, do you do the thing that we all do with the uh, the tongs for the grill where you give them a little couple test taps, a pep, 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 just to make sure? Oh, yeah. you got to make sure they work. Yeah, got to make sure. <laughs> hey, Melinda, thanks for the call today. I appreciate you. Sure, thanks. Marty, what's up, man? Hey, how are you? Excellent. What's the little victory for you? Well, the guys that I work with in the shop uh, and I have a rule that uh, the last guy to use the restroom has to swap out the paper towels and the uh, paper towel dispenser. Mm-hmm. So I'll run that thing right down to the last paper towel so I don't have to swap it out. And so the next guy that goes in there has to swap it out. And I, So the next time I go in there, it's full of paper towels. Oh, yeah. Strategic nice small victory. Oh, yeah. You're like, I'm not <laughs> even going to dry my hands. I'm Smarter. just going to wipe them on my pants so that way I can get one more paper towel. Smarter, not harder. I'll, I'll, dry, I'll dry them on my pants if I have to, you know, and then I'll, I'll just wait for the next guy. You're a smart man. Mahoney, what about for you? What's a small victory that, uh, that really makes you happy? So it wasn't this week, but it was last week. I fly from here to go see my wife. I get off the plane. And I call an Uber right as I'm walking off the plane. The Uber arrives right when I get to the curb where they're picking up. I mean, like, literally striding. And as I do that, as I'm walking to get to that Uber, I'm also placing a pizza order from my local pizza place. And as the Uber gets to my house, the pizza guy arrives at the exact same time. Your stars were aligning. I mean, there has not, like, I usually literally see that. That is goosebumps goosebumps. on my arm. You got goosebumps from telling your own story? He's so proud. (laughs) It was a magical moment. You can see him? Yeah, I can see them from (laughs) here. I'd be like, legitimately. Put it up onto the camera. Let's see if Twitch.tv slash David Mahoney can see it up on our our live chat here. Grab the pizza. Walk straight in. Pull on my little carry-on. Sit down. Boom. It was one of the most flawless experiences of my life, and nobody was there to appreciate it. Well, but you, you haven't even talked about it until you this appreciate moment. It. Well, I, I you know. just shared it with the world. That's and a beautiful got, moment. Okay. Goosebumps. You got goosebumps telling the story. I don't think I can Chill tell bumps. you a story to give you give myself goosebumps. You've uh, never had you've never had a pizza arrive at the exact you're time right. you're, I you're arriving home. He's had children, and I, he's just saying that he doesn't even know if he could be able to no, get goosebumps from like the story. Not no, like this from not the like pizza that. being he delivered. Didn't, he, he didn't walk to the hospital and they handed him a baby. <laughs> Perfect timing. Cooked <laughs> right up. Nine months. Uh, Forrest joining us today. What's up, Forrest? Hey, how you doing? Excellent, man. What What's a little victory for you that really just makes your day? I was going to say it might be really minor, but if I wake up. At the sound of my alarm clock, instead of waking up five minutes before my alarm clock. Mm. Oh, that is the best your internal, ever. Your, your internal alarm clock going off, and you're like looking at your phone. You're like, oh, please, 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 don't be. And you look, and it's like, oh God, I had five minutes to sleep more compared to you wake up to your alarm clock, and you're like, all right, can I let snooze for another so, ten minutes. Love interesting that. that you say that for us because in our chat, Twitch.tv/slash Dave Mahoney, our friend Sky said a small victory is waking up a few minutes before my alarm goes off, so I'm not startled awake. I kind of agree with that because anytime I hear my alarm, the I just start shouting profanities. Okay, what so is let's... your alarm oh, sound? Oh, see, 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 see my, my alarm is a really, really soft, like, yeah. reggae song mm. that I wake up into, like, soothing birds and stuff like that. You feel and, like you're uh, at the Bahamas? I'd rather, the, I'd rather wake up to that than have to take that alarm off and not wake up to that. Fair enough, man. Yeah. I have the, I have the birds off, chirping I one. To that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it depends on your alarm clock tone. Hey, Forrest, thanks for the call, man. A uh, little victory for me is that, you know, when you wake up and you're kind of startled awake and you're like, okay, I got to get ready to go, and you look at the clock and you still got like, 
two and a half hours to sleep. You're like, oh, it's like a, it's like a Christmas gift. This is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Oh. Do you want to hear what makes me hate my life? No. And get like. This is supposed to be positive. Raging. This is supposed, this to, be is happy. supposed to be positive. This is little Moni. victories. What are you doing? Stop. That's I, your alarm? That's my alarm. No what a wonder, terrible alarm. No wonder. Uh, yeah. I picked the worst. I mean, I never want to mistake it for something else, but I. I, I what I, other mistaken sound could it have been other than at four I, o'clock in the morning? I, maybe I need to change it to some like soft reggae or something. Or... Yeah, that's like the, the worst college in the world's fight song. Yeah. <laughs> Very true, Dave. <laughs> uh, this one from Tony on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Mahoney said, when my favorite song comes on the radio while I'm driving and ends right as I'm about to park. It is mm. so satisfying. See, I would like to raise you that I love sitting in my car and decompressing whenever I get home from work. Mm-hmm. Just sitting there and listening to the song that hasn't finished yet. That's okay. my little victory. It's like yeah. the, the the calm before the storm. Well, I have no storm. I literally live See. with myself. But, but you know, the decompressing in my car. I can't do that because I, got, I, I pull into my garage. I'm not going to sit in my driveway. I pull into my garage and then I always have the fear that like I'm going to accidentally like pass out. In my car. Well, and you then should I'm turn gonna... your car off when it's in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know, but that's that's just it's, it's a fear I got. That's why I can't do that. Or just leave your garage door up. Nah, man, I don't want my neighbors looking in my garage. Dude, you're this a silly one, goose. This one from John. When you're sure that you're out of beer, and then you find one more hiding behind the milk. Oh, yes. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Please leave a message after the beep. Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Please leave a message after the tone. Never heard of. My name is Mug Primus. My name is Mud. Message deleted. So Mahoney was talking about how, you know, the, the phrase, my name is Mud, which obviously was also a Primus song many years later, mm-hmm. uh, was originated by somebody who was insulting the individual who operated on, was John Wilkes Booth? Is that right? Well, his name was Mud. Yeah. I think the, the Samuel Mud. The doctor's name was Mud, but because Mudd. he operated on John Wilkes Booth, uh-huh. then everyone started. Became an insult. Calling Your yeah, name is Mud. Your name is Mud. Yeah. Uh, and if you've never heard that, one of the best, like, Bass lines in the first three seconds of a song ever. A uh, man rolled in our chat, twitch.tv slash Dave Mahoney, said in all caps, Primus sucks. That is uh, my screen name, Mahoney sucks, a tribute to Primus. Anybody who I feel like. Uh, that's where that came from? Yeah. Oh, 100- I thought you were just like self deprecating. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, really had no idea that yeah, that's thought, what that was from. I thought it was from. just an incredibly accurate screen name. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I had no clue. Mahoney sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, it's a tribute to Primus Sucks, which Primus on their band, their albums in the 80s and early 90s uses to tell everybody Primus Sucks. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, guys. Carlitos here again. Dave, don't you let any of those punks tell you that that's not a sports injury. That's right. I feel you, brother. I was uh, a few years back playing disc golf at night. I hyperextended my right thumb. I was drunk. I didn't throw the vodka, though. Kept that. All the way to the hospital. Anyway, it sucked. But you know what? I learned how to play with my left arm, my left hand. So now I'm a double thread. <laughs> and semi-pro. Message deleted. Semi-pro. There Thank you, you go. for calling in, fellow athlete. Uh, so for those of you that hadn't heard, I injured my shoulder. And it may have been from sleeping on it aggressively or uh, from, you know, tossing the old pigskin around. Well, I mean, not technically pigskin, I guess it was a nerf. But uh, still, you know, if you're throwing a football and you injure yourself doing mm-hmm. such a thing, it is a sports injury. But I'll tell you, uh, much like Patrick Mahomes, 
I, uh, I got some cortisone shots, and I was out there last night again in the cul-de-sac tossing the old football. You around. got some cordy in your uh, in your shoulder for real? I did not. No, oh, I just, okay. I, <laughs> uh, if it was available to me, I would have though. I would have gone into that blue medical tent and been like, "Shoot me up, doc. I'm ready to get back in the game." How are you doing on your on the IR? I know that we have mm-hmm. you uh, yeah, yeah. in our brains benched, but uh, for real, are you doing any better? Like, is your shoulder like hurting still? I'm not sure. I'm just trying to use it less. Have you, you you got one you know of those I mean. like massage guns yet? <laughs> uh, no, I have not gotten a massage. I don't think you can take a massage gun to the shoulder. I feel well, like that would be bad for it. I've got a question because uh, I have one of those Thera guns. Like I have I, I have one. Um, but is that something that you loan to someone? Like, can I say, hey, Dave? I know you probably don't want for forever. I, um, it feels weird to be I, like, I, would you like to you borrow this? my personal massager? If like, it that was just from, seems strange. Like, I, mean, like, I don't image. use it for that. Well, no, I mean I know not for that. But anytime that you say personal massager, that's what everyone thinks. Yeah, the, 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 the when we were selling vibrators that couldn't be vibrators. They were the personal massagers from Sharper Image mm-hmm. in the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah, that's what you, they used to call them. But, I mean, I can just imagine the conversation with my wife. Like, hey, what is this? Where did this come from? I'll be like, I just borrowed my very generous co-worker's personal massager, you know, to massage myself. You get one. Seems weird. 50 bucks at Costco, man. 50 bucks. Are, is that how cheap they are now? Yeah. Yeah. I, Dang, I, I got I got one when it was not that much, or that not that cheap. Yeah, they were like the when peak. they first they came were out, like almost like two hundred bucks yeah, for yeah, their right. guns. Yeah, yeah, they were expensive, man. Yeah. When what they the heck? first came out, they the like the whatever the brand was was three four hundred dollars. Stupid man. Uh Booknook said, "I hope it's not weird. I'm borrowing my son's Theragun." Well, okay, so with Theragun, because uh, the, the Theragun, they're black and triangular. Mm-hmm. If, if he, if you were borrowing his pers- personal massager that was, like, white and longer and, like, had a little ball on top, then we'd be we'd be worried. <laughs> That's called a Hitachi. Yeah. Audrey. And people pay good money. Well, you should know, you just Google back massager. That's the first one that pops up. Mm-hmm. Sure it is in your algorithm, you weirdo. You do it right now on your Amazon. First one that pops up. Hey, good morning, Dave, Audrey, and Mahoney. Yeah, I heard you talking about uh, electric fences. When I was a kid, I grew up on ranches, and uh, I was riding uh, herds with my dad one day, and there was a lot of bushes around, and I didn't know this electric fence was running through this bush, and I had to pee. Oh, no. And boy, let me tell you, that thing knocked me on my butt, and my dad laughed his ass off. He knew it was there, and he never told me. Message deleted. He knew it was there, and he didn't tell you. Well, he, I mean, he wasn't going to actually get hurt. Uh, you gallop back to the house and call CPS, boy. <laughs> Think about all of the things that your dads did because you were sons. Yeah. They're like, they're stupid. We're going to let them We're gonna let them learn. But I think this could be like, you know, you could turn this experience into something like if you want to go into writing, this could be an interesting superhero origin story. Mm, yes. You know, like Spider-Man was bitten by a spider, he pees on an electric fence, and now, like, his superpowers, like, uh, an electric golden shower. <laughs> what a, wouldn't you hate being a villain if it was just like, oh, God, here Crime comes would Richard stop. again. Dave. Dave at Ed Mahoney. So it is starting, you guys, for me. My uh, oldest daughter is seven. She's almost eight. She'll be eight at the uh, end of January. Uh, but she has decided that Next week, she is going to get all of her little girlfriends together, her little fellow second-grade buddies, and they are going to have a party at the house because the new Taylor Swift movie is coming out. Is this her first slumber party? Like, well, official it's, slumber it's, party. It's like the first time that she's ever planned to get together because something is happening, like the Taylor Swift movie is coming out, and I don't even know how she became this big of a fan of Taylor Swift. Her other what are you friends talking about? at school have to be into it, right? And their moms. Because your your wife doesn't 
She's not a huge Taylor she Swift. She likes Taylor Swift. Like, I mean, they but they like, play music from time to time, but really? it's not like a huge. Yeah, I mean, like the kids like, you know, when they, ha- there's like a certain song that she has. Okay. Cruel they Summer. Like, whatever it is. Cruel I don't know. Summer. All the same to me. But um, <laughs> but she really likes Taylor Swift now, my little seven-year-old daughter. It's just mm-hmm. interesting that this is the first time that it's ever happened with any of my kids because they're all very young where she's like, Yo, we gotta have a party. So this is actually we gotta, we gotta invite over the second grade. We're gonna bust out some glitter cups. You have to invite all the second grade over. <laughs> no, man, no. or just, just like friends. the entire just class. Very, very selective. Yeah, no, oh. no losers. <laughs> this is funny to me because thinking about you not knowing your daughter's interests is every father. <laughs> well, I'm just surprised. I'm like, how, I did have no idea what happened. Like, how did Taylor Swift weasel her way into my life at this level? Well, now you're gonna have to remember those girls' names that come over. For eternity, no so, chance. <laughs> yeah, I no mean, this chance is, that this is, is the daddom that you that, <laughs> that every father before you has yep. has ventured forth on. This you will the, the, never know her interests, and you will never know her friends' names. It's, <laughs> it's the new age version of having to sit down and do a tea party with your daughter. Well, see, I used to do the tea parties. Oh, but you did. Yeah, you did yeah, like, oh yeah. I used to have little uh, imaginary tea parties with her all the time. But <laughs> you know, this is a lot different because an imaginary tea party with the you know the, the little child that I love is a lot different than a bunch of Random second graders. Yeah, a lot of so random second graders going ape over a Taylor Swift movie that I've never seen. Oh, you're used to parties, so loud. <laughs> what are you going to? Uh, does she have any requests for this party? Like, uh, did she have? Did she say I, we're going to need like a, oh. a inflatable screen for the backyard so we can watch they, it outside? They they, they want to dress up for it. I don't think they want the distraction of the outdoors. I feel uh-huh. like they want it inside the so they can room? control. So yeah, they they can put it on in the movie room, and but they want sparkly hats. Sparkly, sparkly hats. hats. That's not Taylor Swift theme. Sure it is. Taylor Swift wears sparkly hats all the time. No, she doesn't. You know what? You want to be dead of the year? Or is that Beyonce? That's <laughs> neither. Ah, crap. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's cute because they're just going for glitter. Dress up as Kelsey. You want me to dress up as Travis <laughs> Kelsey? <laughs> be dead of the year there. <laughs> they would love that, actually. I bet. They'd be like, you're, well, Sienna would probably be like, Dad. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to be out of town. <laughs> This is Dave and Mahoney. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. I know that we are nearing the end of 2023, but we have a last-minute contender Mahoney for Mom of the Year. A 25-year-old woman from Florida. Her name is Destiny Johnson. Was arrested for allegedly uh, claiming that all of her gifts at her house mm-hmm. were stolen when, in fact... They were not. Did she, she had a whole them? bunch of Christmas gifts at her house, had pictures of them the whole bit, got on social media, started talking about how they were stolen. Uh, cops showed up, were doing a report, got a tip, found out they were just at a relative's house down the road. <sighs> she was trying, was she trying to get like a GoFundMe or was this an yeah. insurance play? Yeah. Yeah. She, she was doing a GoFundMe and like, oh, I got oh, robbed right before scammer. Christmas. And, yeah. I mean, this isn't as bad as it could have been when we're talking about mom of the year because she didn't sell the presents. She didn't pawn them. Right. Yeah, they were just right down the road. Yep. And then she was going to pocket all the money from the GoFundMe. It's a scammer. Yeah. Yeah. She got busted. But the kids probably would have still got the presents. Probably. So, again, on the on the scale of the worst things that we've heard. She's just trying to re-up. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't hate this. She's just trying to, like, make her money back. Cool. <laughs> Sky said, wait a minute. So are her kids Destiny's child? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so a man walked out on a, what they call a massive bar tab. Uh, a fella in England decided that he was going to enjoy three meals and 26 pints, but then didn't pay. 
$567.96, which seems about right. That's for 26 pints. 26 pints and some food? Oh, well, actually, it was, I guess it was 26 drinks in total because he had 15 pints Mm -hmm. of one particular beer, Bira Moretti, and then eight pints of Guinness, and then seven rum and Cokes on top of that. So, I mean, you're talking $20 a pop when it comes to, I mean, beer. So you're looking 15 to 20. That's a, I mean, if you've drank 20, if you have served somebody 20 drinks at a bar and he doesn't pay the tab, I kind of feel like that's on you. For not getting the card to start? Well, because first and foremost, because he's so drunk, he may not know if he has paid his tab or not and may have just wandered out. After 20 drinks? Absolutely, you're correct. I know people who have done that. I have done that. Really? You've yeah, had 27 was, drinks and then... Well, I've had it... Well, no, Dave. I've had enough to where I have forgotten. And in the bar that I used to work at, we would keep a debit card in a slot with, like, because we used to categorize it uh, alphabetically, like A to Z, and mm-hmm. each slot would have that person's last name with their card in it. So we would all leave our cards for that exact reason so we would never walk out without paying a tab. So you had an insurance policy and for I'm going to black absolutely, out Absolutely, because we worked like at it. that bar, yeah. so we wanted to make so sure that do. everybody was taken care of. And finally, an Evansville man, identified as a 58-year-old by the name of David Wayne Townsell, has been arrested by the police for allegedly pulling a gun on another man who was attempting to use the bathroom. Now it gets weird. The incident occurred Did, I mean, did at- he take the urinal right next to him? No. Nope. Because if, you, if, if we're in a line of urinals, and I'm the only one there, and you come up right next to me, I feel like that's a gun-worthy pulling- uh, you think? Response. This story, I mean, yeah. Uh, this story involves a porta potty. Oh, no. So uh, the incident no. occurred at Centertown Motors. So it was a, like a used car lot <laughs> at 2.20 p.m. In the middle of the afternoon, the caller, believed to be uh, the wife of the victim, reported that her husband had stopped at the location and was surrounded by several individuals while he was using the porta potty. Well, we can't be just using somebody else's porta potty. But I mean, you're in there using a porta potty. It's already the worst moment of your life, and then you're going to swing open the door or somebody's going to yank it open and have a gun drawn on you. I feel like you what don't do you do? Need- Dr- jump into the blue water? <laughs> oh, I was going to say, I don't feel like you need a gun in that situation. If you were trying to get retribution on somebody who is illegally. Uh, squatting in your porta potty, you, you start just, shaking it. You just tip it over. Yeah, you just tip it over. <laughs> You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833 Yo Dummy. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, guys. I uh, just heard that uh, Taylor Swift is uh person of the year by time magazine mm-hmm. i mean like and there ain't nobody else or something um i mean like what does she do i don't know man i don't get this i don't agree i don't know man uh i don't know what you guys think about it but i'm just i gotta say no man i mean is this the world that we're in right now as we know it i don't know Message why deleted. would you i mean here's the thing if you even if you don't like her music you have to appreciate the level of hustle that she has as an entertainer. There's nobody else. But some people uh, just don't get it. I mean, I get it. Her music's not for me. It's just it's just not. It's not my it's not my style, but I don't hate on I I appreciate the fact that like you talk about like she gave all of her 
drivers, the guys who were out here driving their big rigs, the like 16 trucks or 18 trucks that it took. No, it was to drive 50 cut. trucks, it and 50? it was $100,000 a piece as a bonus. So oh, yeah, it was $5 million. million in bonuses. Like she's paying and her then, people well. And then she did that for everyone else on the tour. Can you imagine being just a backup dancer or a truck driver, and then Taylor Swift is just going to go, you know what, this tour worked out pretty dang well. Here's an extra $100,000 So what I meant by people don't get it is because they just don't understand her or care to understand the hustle. The financial like ecosystem that she has created, not only with, like you guys are saying, with her tour, but her ability to sell tickets, what she was trying to do, an anti-Ticketmaster that everybody is complaining about, all of these resellers. She's Politicians are actually doing something about that right, because of that. Single-handedly is trying to change the way that we purchase tickets because we are just getting gouged for every single ticket sale. And she's bringing back theater sales. We thought that the movie theater was going to die. And now she is having people who are getting out there and going to the blockbuster films who are young. Young kids wanting to go yeah. and see these theaters. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, whether you like her music or not, because there's plenty of artists out there that can sell out a stadium that I don't care about at Same. all. But not five nights in a row. But there's nobody like Taylor Swift right now. Nobody. Not any, ec- any, economically. Anywhere Globally. in the world. Glo- everywhere, everywhere in the world she goes, she's selling out stadiums and there's tens of thousands of people outside. And she's doing good stuff by, like, giving back to the people that are working Always for her. Always has. Like, oh, but also dear for- every corporation out there. Take notes. Philanthropy. Like, yeah. charitable yeah. also. And, yeah. and on top of all of that, People are talking about her in the realm of NFL, and she is bringing a whole new generation well, of NFL. Well, I mean, I but, don't know if there's people watching the games. No, but they're, women, her, but, but, but they're not watching the games. Absolutely, women are going on and turning on the channel. We've seen NFL games who have just skyrocketed I mean, in actual not, viewership because of Taylor making, Swift. I don't know about that. That like that's that we've that, talked that, about it on the show. That may be a stretch. I mean, there, she's not making new NFL fans. I don't know. I, I, I would tend to disagree. She's brought an awareness to the NFL. People don't know who Travis Kelsey was outside of people like you and I that are actually NFL fans. Like 14-year-old girls walking around don't care who the tight end on the Kansas City They Chiefs might. Is. Having their boyfriends dress up as Travis Kelsey. Right. Now they He's do. He's a good-looking guy. It's I, like, dude, what, we don't know what Tiger Beat doesn't exist anymore, Dave. No, we don't have posters not. on the no, wall. No, it does not. Okay. Please leave a message after the tone. For Chris, when you go on long car trips, do you like to be the passenger or the driver? Message deleted. I don't know what you mean by that now. Uh, he's wondering if you like to be a passenger princess, because I've actually <laughs> seen this, excuse me, passenger prince, I've seen this like, <laughs> trending online where dudes are now wanting to be the passenger prince yeah. and have their women mm. cart them around. And I'm going to grab I'm their thigh, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be like, it's hey, okay, you, baby. you <laughs> bored on this road trip? <laughs> you know what? I actually, uh, if I'm driving and it's just me and my dogs in the back seat, I love to be the driver, but if there's any other human in the car, I don't want to be responsible for their life. So, like, so you uh, are a Really? Dude, me really? and my best friend were in a pretty serious rollover accident, you know, about 12, 13 years ago. Hilarious. And yeah, hilarious because yeah. we came out, you know, completely fine. But, you know, just that thought in my head is like, man, I'm responsible for somebody's life. No, nah, man, that's too much. That's too much shocking to me, isn't it, really? to you, Dave? I would have yeah. thought that he would have wanted to be the driver all the time. Yeah, normally you take control of that situation unless you're scared. No, I'm the DJ of the road trip. Oh, oh so you're even more ox. annoying. Yeah. So you're the one that refuses to drive and you want to control the radio. Yeah, I got the playlist, though, man. You're walking. <laughs> Hey, Carlitos here, long-time listener. Hearing uh, Dave talk about the rivers and how dangerous and nasty they are and the swings, I take uh, my daughters to Zion National Park. There's the Virgin River there. It's awesome. 
it's a sweet, sweet spot, but it's always just deep enough with a tree branch right over it. And I make a swing every year. Well, actually, get two years in the last 15. But anyway, make a rope swing for the girls. All the kids get attracted to it. And it's just a good old time, man. Maybe you should take them to that river because it's super clean. It's just no, snow melt. Anyway. How dare you speak of rivers like that? Message You're talking it. about one of the most beautiful <laughs> places on the planet. It's pure water that you can drink. Have you oh. ever been to the Broad River in Columbia, South Carolina? Like, it's nothing but like, water moccasins and rusted doors. Yeah, the Black or Snake <laughs> River in Missouri. God, like, dude, <laughs> muddy ass, just They're nasty. Brown. Yeah, yeah I'm not talking water. about this picturesque, beautiful little scene where your, your sweet little girls are swinging out into this pristine water that is fresh off the side of the At mountain. Zion like, National Park. Which I grew is, up in water where I would get out and there would be leeches on me. Yes, dude. like you get out and you're covered in leeches and you're like, this is weird. Yeah. Dude, I, get back in. I'll t- I'll <laughs> a couple of ticks. A couple of ticks. A couple of ticks, a piranha on your nipple. So, <laughs> some rusty cans slicing your foot open. You know, Gotta go stuff get like tetanus that. afterwards. Uh, but in the meantime, just drink a that's beer. A, that's America's rivers. I didn't know that rivers were clean or clear because I grew up in St. Louis with the Mississippi and the Missouri, which are two of the muddiest, mu- you know, darkest yeah, rivers. And yeah. then I get on the Colorado, the first time I'm ever on the Colorado River, and I'm like, oh, you can actually see down. It blew my mind. I didn't know that rivers weren't just mud pits. No, I didn't either. I, did, I literally just, didn't know. We're all just such trash. You're like, wow, there's clean water out there. What I a just, surprise. Like, is it near like an area where it, there's wealth or something? Like, <laughs> like They don't allow do me on that side of the tracks. Oh. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> 